Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Dodging in particular for lacrosse is kind of the same as making moves on your defender in the slot for um, football. One of the moves I made against Pitt on my punt, people are related a lot to a lacrosse crossover which was pretty much exactly like that. Here come the Irish. What a run! Touchdown! Play of the year for the Irish! Welcome to the ND on NBC podcast. I'm your host, Corey Robinson. What a great, what a great day. I think a win, not just a win, 45 to 7 on senior day. Come on. It's great. The fall leaves are turning where I live here in New York, Notre Dame won. We're going into this Thanksgiving weekend, just full, full of hope and turkey. Gotta love it. So we have, um, I mean, the game was great for me because I got to see Steve Angeli come in and throw a touchdown, a dime. So I was just like, I, <laughs> I, was, I was over the moon. Everything was just, it just seemed like it was just, it was wonderful. So now I, I want to throw quickly to, um, our our interview because this young man is an impressive young man he's doing things that most of us mere mortals just couldn't really imagine doing playing football lacrosse studying all as as just an 18 year old it's just amazing how he's doing at such a young age this is jordan Faison, a wide receiver who has 11 catches 141 yards and two touchdowns so far this season i want you um to get to know him a little better so without any further ado here's jordan it's my pleasure now to welcome in Jordan to the podcast. Jordan, welcome. Happy Thanksgiving week. What are your plans this week on Thursday? Do you have like a Thanksgiving celebration that you and the guys do at the hotel or something? Yeah, so we'll go to the hotel after our practice to get a meal. And then later that night, for the guys that are staying here, we'll go to our position coach's house for a nice little Thanksgiving dinner. Mm. Do you have – um? I don't want to be too controversial, but I'll ask anyway. Is there a particular dish that you think is like – this has to be at every Thanksgiving meal. You know, are you a sweet potato guy? Are you like, help me understand what, what you're doing for Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'm a big uh, mac and cheese guy. Mac and cheese definitely has to be on the menu. Um, my dad's side of the family is from Atlanta, so I'd go there for Thanksgiving when I was younger. And mac and cheese was always what I was looking forward to. So that's definitely got to be on the Thanksgiving menu. Do you, do you also cook? I I try to cook. I wouldn't say it's the greatest food, but I try Okay, okay. Are you going to be cooking this Thanksgiving? And if so, what would you make? I probably won't be cooking this Thanksgiving, but if I were to, it might be like a cake or I might do a little turkey or something. Ooh, nice. Yeah, I got to ask because, I mean, you play lacrosse, you play football. I mean, you know, I didn't know if Chef was also on that list. I, I didn't know. Before we get into uh, football, I got to ask about lacrosse. So I am like, this might be strong and strange. I, I love the game of lacrosse. I think it's one of the purest, most beautiful games ever. You know, it reminds me a lot of hockey and basketball. I just love the game. 
What what drew you to? Because I know as soon as this game, this season's over, you're heading over to play lacrosse for Notre Dame, one of the best you know teams in in the country. What drew you to lacrosse in the first place? So when I was younger, I was playing uh, football when I was about like eight or nine years old, and I had a friend that played lacrosse too for our same like little league kind of area. And so after one of our games, he had a practice after the game, and I, it looked interesting. So I went over and like started playing around with the sticks, and the coach invited me to come out and play. So after that, I went to a practice. I uh, felt out the sport and then told my parents I really liked it. And then the rest is history from there. Yeah, and people don't necessarily understand, you know, how quick the game is and the footwork is insane. So, I mean, how is the footwork, I guess, do you do you see lacrosse as cross-training perhaps? Or how does that work in your mind, these two sports? Yeah, I definitely say it crosses very well. Um, the dodging in particular for lacrosse is kind of the same as making moves on your defender in the slot for um, football. And also, like, also with the ball in your hands, making moves. Like, one of the moves I made against Pitt on my punt, people related a lot to a lacrosse crossover, which was pretty much exactly like that. So the footwork translate pretty directly. Who uh, – and people don't realize, like, Jim Brown was, like, one of the best lacrosse players ever. <laughs> you know, like, like, it's like a big – there's a big kind of um, marriage between a lot of lacrosse guys at the highest level at the PLL, the Premier Lacrosse League, or in college. They grew up loving football, and they played that way. When you think about your time as quarterback and now as receiver, you know, do you think of um, the offenses, like, is it similar in lacrosse and football? Does that also, like, the mental aspect of seeing the game unfold in real time, is that similar as well for you? Definitely. Um, in lacrosse, when you're dodging, it's not just against your man. It's also the slot defender that's coming. So you kind of got to keep your eyes up while you're making the move. And it translates that directly to that slot position and kind of receiver where there could be a guy pressing you, but a safety is making a rotation. So you got to see your guys making a move and then also see the safety and the defense you're coming up against. Wow. So cool. Okay. So let, let's talk about football now. Um, let's, let's just walk me through how you basically played like, a, like every position, your quarterback, DB, <laughs> receiver. Um, at what point in your career did the game from like a purely X's and O's mental standpoint kind of click for you where you can kind of see everything all at once and it started to make sense? Yeah, it was kind of as soon as I got here um, for fall camp. Uh, back in high school, I played quarterback, but it wasn't really much reading defenses. It was more of a just, you know, get the ball and run around the field type thing. So as soon as I got here, I definitely had a lot to learn. And as soon as fall camp hit, we got right into the playbook and then understanding defenses. And that's where I really started to pick up on my mental part of the game. Did you also, because, you know, college is so different than pros. And I think this is like a very understated point. Like it's like a different game entirely. Uh, did you, with with your coaching staff, I know there's like so many people who have like coaching experience in the NFL. Like it's like Al Gold just kind of there. Did you ever just like go with the, the defensive guys and just say, hey, I want to learn both like the pro system, learn the college system and just kind of like kind of pick that apart to, so you can better understand how to manipulate that as an offensive player? Yeah, definitely. Um, one of the biggest guys I think is Cam Hart. Uh, we'll work after practice. I work with him and it'll kind of let me know the tendencies of what DBs do and then how I could uh, use that as a leverage as being a wide receiver. So definitely working with the older guys and the defensive guys helps a lot. What are what are the psychology like points, you know, in playing receiver? Because people think, okay, you got to be like Calvin Johnson or like a George Kittle. You know, I guess all these tight ends receivers are kind of the same anyways. You know, like Travis Kelsey, you got to be big, strong, fast. But uh, what role does psychology play in that position? Um, definitely having a mental edge is a huge thing, you know, if you go into a game and you get locked up on one play, maybe you can't let that translate into the next play. You kind of got to leave it in the past and move on to the next play. Cause you know, if you're in your head before a play, you know, it's, it's just going to go downhill from there. So you kind of got to restart every play, have that mental edge and go out there and compete every play. 
What about the the chess match um, between that, like you're talking about Cam Hart, the tendencies, uh, understanding that DB study you, you study them, and then when you're actually out there on the on the field playing the game and third down, fourth down, like red zone, when things actually need to be ha- happen, what does that psychology happen? Like, what does that look like in the six seconds that it transpires? Yeah, so quickly off rip, when you can break out of the huddle, you're looking at how they're lined up, if they're inside, if they're outside. And then it's kind of like right off the snap where you kind of know what they do. If a safety comes down, plays inside, trying to wall you off, or if a, a nickelback is trying to keep you inside. So you kind of realize that off the rip. And then, but it's really big. Um, pre-snap intel is definitely the biggest part of that. That's so cool. It's fascinating. The, the mind games, I think, are just crazy. So let's um, let's just, let's walk back to when you first came to Notre Dame. Um, you had another opportunity elsewhere at Iowa. You wanted to walk on at Notre Dame. Can you just help me? Why was Notre Dame so impactful for you? Why did you want to be here? Yeah, definitely. So prior to my – so my recruiting really started for lacrosse junior year. Um, that's when they started. They were allowed to give us um, offers and get talk to us. And so I wasn't really thinking much of Notre Dame, didn't know much about it. It was my second visit. And so when I got up here and got to meet the guys and kind of, like, know what the school is about, it really hit me, like – how it's like college is so much more than just playing sports. It's that outside of sports. And so that, that really stuck with me. And then as I got into my senior years, when football started coming and uh, I was like, I want to play football too at the collegiate level. It was kind of my dream since I was a mm-hmm. kid. And so I told the lacrosse guys, like, that's what I wanted to do. And they were hundred percent on board with it. And so they talked to the football guys and kind of got me that opportunity. So. Wow. So when, when you, um, help me understand the, when you were a little kid, that NFL or sorry, the, the football dream. What was the seed of that? Was there a, someone in your family just fall in love with the game? Was there someone that you idolized watching? What was the seed? So pretty much as soon as I started to was able to walk, my dad was a football coach, and uh, he brought me to the practices and everything. And he played in high school as well. And that was kind of what started me into football, seeing all the older guys playing, and it was just like something I wanted to do since I was very young. So I definitely say my dad was a huge part of that. Wow. And let, let's talk more about this uh, off the field, because I love during these conversations, you know, there's so much more to a player than the, the, the number and the mask and all that jazz, the helmet. So what has the, the off the court endeavors or off the field endeavors been like for you at Notre Dame um, as far as living in the dorms and, you know, having friends outside of the team and other any other extracurriculars that you've kind of stumbled on? Yeah, definitely. Um, the dorms I could start with is awesome. I mean, the guys in the dorms are everyone's new, so they're kind of trying to make these relationships, and everyone's cool. And it's kind of cool to realize how you could uh, further those relationships throughout the year, throughout the years here at uh, Notre Dame, and how those will blossom into connections in the future. Um, classes as well, the teachers are very connected to their students, and they want to learn. They, they don't just want to teach you about what they're teaching. It's more of a they want to connect with you too and kind of have that relationship. So it's it's definitely awesome to be a part of. Has there been a moment for you yet where you're thinking, okay, this is what I want to do? Like, you know, long-term post-football, post-lacrosse, like this, there's just something that sparked my imagination, whether sitting in a class or going to an event on campus? Uh, Definitely. I'd say in my business classes, um, the teachers are very, very good. And uh, they really talk about their connections and kind of their story and their process. And as I'm sitting there listening, it's just like, wow, this is cool. And it's something I want to do, like kind of like a dream outside of football, you know, once Mm -hmm. sports are done. Have you um, have you always been an entrepreneur? Um, my dad uh, does has his own business, and so I've kind of you know followed in those footsteps. But I'm kind of exploring right now. 
with NIL, I mean, anything is possible. Anything is possible. So walk, walk me through this as well. I, I know when I was in school, we, we were able to study abroad, you know, go to, uh, I, I went to, where did I go? I went to South Africa, Morocco, and Israel. Uh, did, when you came to Notre Dame, now that you've been there for a while, have you heard about the abroad experiences uh, by any of your teammates? And do you have any ambition to go abroad and see the world? Are you, are you even, like, are you into that? I've heard, I've heard about the abroad situation. Everyone that's done has said it's been an amazing experience for them and really allowed them to develop as, you know, people. Um, I don't. I wouldn't say I have much of a opportunity to do it about playing two sports, but if I that's did, true. I, I would definitely try it out. <laughs> I, I guess that's right. I mean, you, you have to find time to sleep, you know, food maybe. You're right, yeah, have friends. I, I guess you're right. Have you thought about, like, who who – is there anyone in Notre Dame history that you know of that has maybe reached out, has done that, what you're trying to do, uh, you know, play these two sports at Notre Dame at this level? Yeah, one of the guys right here now, um, Sam Asaf, he's, uh, he came, I'm not sure if it was last year or two years ago, but he's been doing the same thing. So he's been a good mentor, being, being able to ask him what it's like, how the transition is and all that stuff has been really, really impactful. What was the biggest piece of advice that he's given you? I mean, that's, that's a rare error, man. That's a rare error. Yeah, it would definitely be. It's he says it's going to be challenging, but you know you just got to keep your head down and keep working. And that's really it's going to take a lot of mental, um, that like mental edge, like I was saying before, to get through it all. Before we get into uh, just like a quick question about Notre Dame traditions and all that jazz, I'm curious. It seems like you have a, a, a level of maturity that that is pretty profound. Have you? How have you been able to? Um, develop that like mental fortitude to be able to to hand i mean because like playing football in Notre Dame's a lot and the thing that you know you add on the cross and you add on the business stuff and everything else that you've got going on um how have you managed to balance that yeah i would definitely say i started at my high school you know i went to a very i'd say rigorous high school as well academically and i also did i played basketball football on the cross there so it kind of started there with building the you know those tendencies and kind of like um those skills and management skills i would need uh, to use here and just building off that year after year uh, has really uh, allowed me to mature in that aspect. Okay, and then for my final question, be, you know, before you guys head out to, to play this weekend, is um, what is your favorite Notre Dame tradition? Uh, it could be anything. It could be on game day. It could be just like on campus randomly. You know, what, what is the, your favorite thing about campus? Um, I'd definitely say tradition for football team. Um, after we win the fight song, definitely. And then when we go into the locker room, the song as well, it just, you know, as soon as we start singing, that feeling comes in. It's like, you wouldn't want to be anywhere else. It, it's funny because it took like, I think I was there for a long time and half the guys didn't, I don't know if they knew all the lyrics. <laughs> when, when did you learn all the lyrics? To the, I mean, we sing it fast in the locker room. Yeah. Coach Freya made us learn it during fall camp. So he had us, the freshmen all stand up in front of the, uh, the team and the team meeting and sing it. And the first time he cut us off immediately because we didn't know any of the words. And then next time we all learned it and we got it pretty good. <laughs> oh, man. Well, best of luck to you, man. And enjoy it. Enjoy the game this weekend. We'll all be cheering for you. Thank you. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Dogs are an important part of our lives, and keeping them protected is a top priority, especially against nasty parasites. That's why you got to check out NextGuard Plus, a Foxaloner, Moxidectin, and Pyrantal chewable tablets. 
NextGuard Plus Chews provide one-and-done monthly protection that kills fleas and ticks, prevents heartworm disease. Plus, it treats and controls roundworms and hookworms. That's a whole lot of protection packed into a delicious beef-flavored, soft chew designed to make monthly dosing easy and enjoyable. So the next time you're at the vet, ask about NextGuard Plus Chews. They're the one-and-done monthly parasite protection you want for your dog. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. Dogs should be tested for existing heartworm infection prior to starting a preventive. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Thanks, Jordan. Man, I love talking lacrosse. Yeah, it's just a fascinating sport. Uh, by the way, in case you missed it, Notre Dame on NBC has been extended through 2029. Let's go. The rest of the decade. And that was announced uh, this past weekend. And this weekend, we want to make sure we, we, we remember what happened last year. We moved past it. There was a moment where it, me and Douglas Farmer, who comes on the podcast, we were both dumbfounded how uh, Notre Dame could have lost to that Stanford team. But it did happen this year, you know, coming off this Wake Forest win. I hope the momentum is carried over and we see another um, just complete team win. So we'll see. We'll see. But remember what happened last year. We passed it. <laughs> we'll be back next week for a recap of Notre Dame's 2023 regular season and what to expect as bowl season comes closer. So um, be sure to download and subscribe to the Notre Dame on NBC podcast on YouTube and wherever else you get your podcasts. And I just cannot wait to hopefully have some good news after I eat turkey, watch the dog show, the national dog show on NBC, Thanksgiving Day Parade, and <laughs> Notre Dame win. See you next week. Go Irish. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. From muddy jungle paths to snowy trails to rolling sand dunes, the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder is ready to take you to some of the most phenomenal destinations on Earth. In a Pathfinder, it's more than just the arrival. The real excitement comes from the ride to get there. With seven drive modes, Pathfinder's available intelligent four-wheel drive is built for some of the most epic journeys. So chase bigger, better, more exciting adventures in the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder. Intelligent four-wheel drive cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions.